This is WHUPLP Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. And for about an hour, I'm going to talk about my new album, which is called Mistakes of Memory. And it's got a wonderful cover by Joe Azari, and it features Daryl Nutt, my partner in rock and roll, on drums and percussion and all sorts. Jacob Wynn, who's from Cleveland, and I've never met him. He's on horns. Um, Susie Hulcher, who's around um, Daryl's neighborhood in Florida. And me. And I wanted to go song by song and explain a little bit about each one. And hopefully you'll like it, and maybe you'll buy it. But at the very least, you'll have heard it. Because if you've heard this, you've heard that. The first song is called Listen, and it's a fugue. It starts with a fugue, and then it goes into a different part. In about two minutes, you'll hear me attempting to be Gentle Giant, and then me improvising the second half of the song. Uh, I didn't write the melody ahead of time, but the music sounded like it needed some sort of melody, so I put it there. You know, I'm not doing this because I'm all that. I'm not all that, but it's my show, and I can do whatever I want. And so I'm going to do this. So the first song is called Listen. And this is song one from Mistakes of Memory by yours truly, Gilbert Neal. And here you are. When obligations float out to the sea And I panic when you forget me And I cry, Control you with my monkey grip, try to and I panic when I start to sweat. I am unworn and I cry. Isn't Daryl Nutt amazing? We went to the same college together. Well, we didn't go together. I think we, we might not have even crossed, but we went to the same college in Buffalo, New York, and we never met. Him and I have never shared the same space, but that is why we go back and forth, but ultimately, Daryl Nutt, 
from Fort Myers is just the best guy I've ever worked with. He just took my idea and he made it big. And that's what I wanted. And that's what he did. And he played the drums on that. And I played the bass and some guitar. And of course, the wonderful Jacob Wynn playing that crazy trumpet. And I used him for the CD before that, um, the mayor of Estes Park. On this particular album, I use a lot of my own guitar playing because it really didn't demand that much. On this one that's coming up, I play guitar. Um, if I could have, I would have hired someone else, but I play a pretty good slide guitar. And I, I like playing slide guitar, so that's what this is. You're about to hear a song called Claudius, which was the single that we did. Um, my kids said, hey, you should release a single. So I talked to Mark Doyen at Wampus Multimedia, and he made it so. So we released this as a single. I don't know how well it did, but I do know that this is kind of an older idea of mine that started off as sort of a carbon copy of something that I'd done before. Not a carbon copy, and something you've never heard before. I, I, I try never to duplicate what I've done, but... Eventually, Daryl and I going back and forth and back and forth, and we came up with this. And I want you to know that this guitar that you're about to hear is not a guitar, but it's 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 a keyboard program that I use. But 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 the second half of the song, again, Jacob Wynn with an incredible trumpet solo, and it's just amazing. And uh, this is Claudius, so I don't probably don't have to tell you too much about who this is. And uh, I hate his guts, and I wish he would go away. So this is Claudius. Claudius would smile, Claudius would sing. Of anything, Claudius would smile, waving down the aisle. Nero only grimaces and lacks a little style. Claudius' suit, masculine and cute, but Nero bought his off the rack and thinks he's a recruit. Claudius shook a hand, grooving to a band. Nero reads the manual but doesn't understand. Claudius, come
shove you Thinks that he's above you But no amount of power will make Danny say I love you Funny has loved his life His children and his wife But Nero thinks it's funny To be stupid with a knife Funny is retired Living on a farm Nero is a pimp With a hooker on his arm People say that Nero's gonna live and learn But I think he was sent to us to watch it burn So that was Claudius from the album Mistakes of Memory by my team. I mean, my name is on it, but someone's name has to be on it. So my name's on it, but we are a team and I'm proud of it. And I think that it's unique and especially unique in in this where I am, which is Hillsboro, North Carolina. There's not a lot of people making music like this. And people like uh, Dan, who inspired me to keep going stop complaining keep going and I keep going so maybe no one's gonna hear this maybe one person will hear this but tonight is my night for an hour I'm gonna play my songs from mistakes of memory and I hope you like it so so if you heard I I referenced Claudius as claw claw which comes from the BBC series in 1975 I think called I Claudius which, of course, as Dan knows, is a work of literature before then. But his mother called him that, or his grandmother called him that because, uh, was his mother or his grandmother? Because he had a stutter. So he would try to say his name, but he, it came out Claw, Claw, Claudius. And she would, um, and other people would make fun of him. But he's the one who people remember as being good and noble. And Nero is the clown. Everyone, everyone talks about Nero fiddling while Rome burned. And that's what that song is about. Because I hate him. I lived in Buffalo, New York. And while that's not Trump land, it was someplace where we heard news from New York City maybe more than other people did and we knew he was a clown we knew that he was an idiot and an ignoramus and that he had never worked a day in his life he just walked around with a suit that looked terrible walked around with these painted ladies hate him so that was the single and this song coming up is the first song that Daryl and I finished. And uh, the riff comes from a song that I had written back with uh, my band from Buffalo, Man Against Mauve. And then later on with a band called The Merc. And the song kept evolving and evolving. And finally I decided that I'm just going to finish it because everything before this is demo to me. So once it's on the nice shiny um, cover... Nice shiny CD that Joe's done. 
then it's official. So this is official. This is a song called Here Comes the Yes. And yes is personified as a pretty girl with a sundress dancing in a circle. And she's pretty. And she comes to every show. She helps you to take your equipment into the bar. And she claps at every song. And at the end of the night, she puts her hand on her shoulder and she tells you, you were really, really good. I like the way you sang. Keep singing. I'm not the only one. Everybody else, everybody who does music knows this. Everybody who is independent, everybody who tries knows this, feels this. And then there's no. Now you may see yes at the gig, but you drive home with no. And no says you're awful. Quit. Stop. No one's at your show. No one's here. No one's listening. They want to hear Uptown Funk. If you did the worst version of Uptown Funk in the world, more people would come to see you than, than for this. So yes, helps you load your equipment into the bar, but no is on the ride home every single time. And no sleeps with you. And no wakes up with you. Every musician knows this. And it's a, it's a, it's a battle between who's going to win. And I feel like no is is just the best kisser and the best hugger and the best lover. And when I go to the bar after a set when there's no one there and I play my guts out or you play your guts out and yes is saying, it was great, it was great, it was great. And you just turn your head because all you want to hear is what no is saying. That's music. When music is a business, when music is a business to a bar, or music is a business to you. That's that's what it is. And that's why I love this song. It touches me. I think it's great. There's only nine songs on the CD, and it's pretty brief. But I like this song. I think it's great. And maybe you've never heard it before, but here it is. This is called Here Comes the Yes. Just a word, its power is absurd. Darken when it's missing, and brighten when it's heard. Some people never hear it, ever simple, ever clean. If and when they really need it, yes is nowhere to be seen. But if they keep on pushing, and they're faithful to their dream, the yeses start to dominate, they propagate, they duplicate, they soon become contagious, like a sweeping eye disease. That person in the mirror is the one you need to please. Here comes the 
I remember exactly where I was the first time I heard that. Daryl sent it to me during the day, and that night I took the kids to um, AMC Theater at the South Point Mall, and I hadn't heard it yet, but I had to drop the kids off, and while I dropped them off, there was a band playing, and they were doing Uptown Funk, and there's nothing wrong with that song. It's a great song, and I wish I had written it, but I didn't because I don't feel that, but then I listened to this, and I thought, you know, it's just, there's forces, but I'm not going to go into it. Anyway, so I had a whole video mapped out of this, and I actually had the date booked. I was going to use a local bar. They were very nice to lend me their facilities because I needed an indoor shot and an outdoor shot. And then this whole stuff happened. So that was the end of that. Maybe someday. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. My name is Gilbert Neal, and I'm selfishly playing my new album, which comes out yesterday. And I hope you buy it. It's on the iTunes, and it's on the Bandcamp, and it was produced by Daryl Nutt and myself, but mostly Daryl Nutt, making it sound really, really good. And that song actually sort of came out that way because Mark who runs Wampus Multimedia was a yes. He said yes. So now I know someone out there says yes. I'm an old man. I'm not meant to be into this, but there's something inside of me that keeps spending my money on this. And Mark said yes, and that's so important to me. And he doesn't know it, but it is. So Dan, you are an American world history guy. You got to help me with this one because there's a cartoon, an editorial cartoon, or maybe someone else knows, maybe the other people who are listening to this know. <sighs> there's a guy holding a doorknob in an editorial cartoon. He's holding a doorknob. He's wearing a suit. And on the other side of the door is devastation. It's destruction. And the guy's got a really forlorn look on his face, and I just can't find it. I'm using all sorts of different keywords, and I can't find it. But anyway, that cartoon is sort of the inspiration for this song, which is called Mistakes and I. Which is meant to be an apology. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't know anyone who I've dismissed out of my life or stopped talking to just because of what they did once or who they are, just because they offended me at once. One time, I must be different because this song is about what I would say to people, the many, many, many people who don't talk to me anymore because I offended them. Because I did something or said something that offended them to the point where they, they won't even talk to me anymore. Men and women, best man at my wedding, won't talk to me anymore. Person who formed that band where I met him, won't talk to me anymore. Guitar player for my second album, won't talk to me anymore. There's so many. Went to Philadelphia, played at the Trocadero Theater for a benefit. 
person who organized that and wanted and wrote songs with me won't talk to me anymore. My first girlfriend in college won't talk to me anymore. My first girlfriend out of high school won't talk to me anymore. Maybe you know. There's so many. So this is kind of what I would say to them if I could, but they're not answering my calls or my emails or anything. I mean, I must have done something really, really bad. Sometimes I, I think about it. I think about it all the time. So maybe you'll like this song. Maybe you can relate to it. It's kind of based on that cartoon that I was talking about, but it's also the fact that I appear to be a, a raging asshole. Oh, I was a fool would never drop the zard But no one's ever had to push this hard Other people feel the torrent coming The rolling eyes and all those fingers drumming It feels like one big cautionary tale but maybe there's still time to pay the bail And free us from the sentence of our sin Free us from the prison of our skin
is a glimmer of reprieve The cost is worth the chance to just believe If only we'd admit we took the bait And let our better angels bear the weight Someone said that that should have been the single, but it was not, and it's fine. It doesn't matter to me. It's all business, I guess. But my business is just making the rock and roll for you. That was Mistakes and I with a ham-handed but sincere guitar solo by myself, by me. So this project was actually supposed to be huge. It was supposed to be maybe just just too big. I had so many songs, and Daryl and I sort of, I, th- I think we decided that we wanted to release something in 2020, and we also knew that if we had worked at every single song that we were working on, it would not happen for another year or two. So I think of this as part one, of more torture for you, including the um, the fugue at the beginning, which recapitulates, well, recapitulates at the end of the second, I guess you can call it album, during a song called <clears throat> Are We Even? So I have a lot of sorrow when you see me because I walk around and I just explode stuff. I say something or I forget someone's birthday because it's important to me, but it's not important for me to reciprocate. Or I'll say something offensive or I'll forget something or I'll do something really provocative and weird. And it, people just aren't, people just aren't having it. (laughs) The people in my life who were, I guess you could say, like hanging on by a gossamer thread or whatever, just weren't having it. So their goodbyes were goodbyes. There was no coming back. None. So the next album will probably be hopefully next year if I um if I if I uh if we set our minds to it I think we can do it. Because there's a lot of good stuff there too for us to play amongst and to ourselves. This song is called Ceremony and it's a true story. You know, the thing about children that I've discovered And having just said that I'm the biggest asshole in the world, maybe you shouldn't listen to my advice when I tell you things like children feel control comes from different places, but they crave it. Like when I was a kid, we were poor, but a lot of kids in our neighborhood thought we were rich. And that's because my mother put on that air. Or something. I don't know. I just talked to a really nice lady, girl, chick. See that? See? See? 
I really talked to a nice woman who I'd, I'd spoken to back when I lived on Aurora, and she said that she thought that we were rich, but we were not. We were very poor. In fact, some things happened in that house growing up that would never happen in the Neil home, which is really, you know, the Maxie home, let's face it. Because she's she knows what she's doing and she always has, she always will, and I do not. I'm along for the ride. But we used to have, and see if you used to have this too, we had feral cats. So we thought we had cats as pets. We never had a dog. We had feral cats. And when these feral cats had babies, which they did because we never had them fixed because they were feral, and we didn't have the money to do that, they would bring the kittens to the back of a shed attendant to our garage. Whoops. And sometimes when I would hear that thing happening as a little boy, I would move the family into our shed, in, into our into our room, I guess you could say our closet. No, coat room, whatever. It was attached to the house. But the problem is that with these feral cats, there were fleas. And that's how a lot of them died. And we got to see these things happen. And so it was very strange because you wanted control as a kid. You know, your mother, you know, she drank. Your sister didn't really have anything to do with you. You're your father's second family. And so... You know, there wasn't a lot of discipline around and you looked around and you looked around and you looked around for some control. And there were these animals. I'm not going to go into too much, but I'm going to say that having pets who are feral has problems. And poor children back in Buffalo or other places, I know, did the same thing. Maybe with puppies. Who knows? But the cats found a warm place in our house um, for a while. Broken boy and feral kitten, but they bonded just the same. Tiny blackened mittens, so mittens was its name. And the boy moved mittens family. To a box inside a shed Lined it with a blanket And went on off to bed The carry used to shelter them Domesticated loyal friends Just a touch of something like control Gentle mercy for to fill a hole Surely someone to reward him then Light a candle no one else could see Maybe this would have a different end Something finally that he Controlled 
sense of moldy clothes and cedar as the sunlight arched inside would his new friends play willingly would their insolence subside he pit them against each other in unknowable charades and why were they not grateful for the shelter he had made a gentle pushing had become a show a subtle tapping would become a war a bloody ritual of scratched up hands as tiny mittens eyes and voice implored the gift you've given is a wonder true and i am thankful to my god for thee but there is nothing in my love for you that means that you can have control Another great job by Daryl. Just amazing. Exactly what I wanted. Exactly what I wanted. And I am not the best singer in the world, and my voice is not, you know, but that's as good of a performance as I can I can muster for a song like that. Uh, this is Gilbert Neal. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities, and I am shamelessly playing my new album, Mistakes of Memory. Mistakes of memory, meaning that I remember this away, but as I just told you in that anecdote, my friend down the street doesn't remember us being poor. She thinks she thinks we were rich. She said it. It's very strange. So maybe I don't remember anything right. But some things I do remember, and I remember that. So uh, I think of myself as a bad child, a bad kid, and a bad teen. 
Didn't drink, didn't do drugs, didn't get any girls pregnant, didn't beat anybody up. God knows. Everybody wanted me to be in their band because I was a bass player. And what they didn't know was that I could hear a song once and play it back. No, Randy, I will not. One of the guys in my band thought that um, uh, the chords in um, Smoke on the Water were your typical pentatonic riffing, but they were not. They were pretty clever when they did that uh, that little pull, that smoke on the water. But no, I will not argue with you on that because I want to be popular. I want to be in your band because the being in your band affords me a certain degree of protection from people who would normally pick on me. And when the band broke up, that went away. So that makes you feel you might not be as important as you think you were. This song is called The Mayor of Estes Park, and the last album is called The Mayor of Estes Park, but this is a song, sort of a way of personifying, as we do later on, personifying what it's like to carry all this around. You know, to carry all this kind of shame, kind of fear, you know? And the only way you can get it out is by forming a team that makes, I think, really, really good music and saying that I did. When I'm, when I'm done, I did that. That's done. I did it. Some people talk about it, but I did it. And that's why I'm proud of this. That's why I'm sharing it with you. So this song is called The Mayor of Estes Park, and I really like the lyrics. It's an interesting concept to me because the mayor of Estes Park is per, is personified as um, sort of that music, that, that pride, but in a, in, a, in a more lascivious way.
but promises spill out in the heat. They're dancing circles at the end of the street. The sun is pure, but the chill is stark. The mayor of Estes Park. Imagination's where your pain resides. Imagination was your ticket to ride. His fingers trace your irresistible art. The mayor of Estes Park. And that is why the mayor never takes sides. His calculations of the things you'll abide. Don't look down when you jump that shark. The mayor of Estes Park. Looked me up and down and guessed We knew the only thing we shared was chance proximity She glared at me, I stared at her We both returned to what we were She glared at me, I stared at her We both returned to what we were She backed away from all my jive Still I kept the jive alive my words were fading, aerosol from a rusty drooping gun And my old country colors try And the police don't do a die And I'm fading like a scar Cause a scar is all we are Forgotten in the time it took To never take a second look The pieces fall onto the floor She was not joking I took that as a maybe I took that as a maybe I took that as a maybe I took that as a maybe
an elevator ride Broken English smiling wide And I must have seemed like a pasty dream From a place where the atoms collide She smiled and nodded at my lines And they landed at a pretty good rate But I kept on pushing way beyond the expiration date I read the lines, but not the room The smile dissolved into concern That was tough. That was a tough song to play on the piano because the chords were so strange. Uh, the equivalent of just taking your left hand and smashing it, smashing it against the keys and hoping that something good cap good happens. But I, I like that song. It's uh, Susie Helcher on um, backing vocals. Very, very good. I like I like backing vocals like that. I think I'm probably gonna have more. On the next album. So I used to work at Lenovo. No. Sorry, I shouldn't have named the company. Well, a company that rhymes with Bobovo. And they had a very international workforce. Very pretty. Young Asian ladies, girls would come. And for some reason, I just could not stop talking to them in the elevator and telling them stupid jokes that I had rehearsed over and over again that no smart person would find funny. But they probably didn't understand too well what I was trying to say. So this big hulking behemoth, fat, sweaty goofball making faces and noises and stuff. I mean, not like, you know, that bad, but but enough to be sort of embarrassing for everyone. And that's kind of the reason that that song exists. So you... You keep going and you keep going. Boy, you know, this this show really I really hate myself. Don't know it. No, 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 no. I I'm still I'm still going. So I like these songs and I want you to hear them, but these stories are pretty much uh, an encapsulation of sort of you can say either therapy or uh 
purging or something, something no one wants to hear at a party or something fun. But it's good music, and I I don't think it's out of place to say that this is this is a really good team that makes this stuff. So my name is Gilbert Neal. This is D Sides Orphans and Oddities. I have a little time before the top of the hour, and this song is another song I was going to make a video for. It's kind of funny, uh, and I I hope you like it. It's called My Julie. I've been working on this song for years and years and years and years and years. Never recorded it, never played it with a band, but in my brain, I always thought it was going to be really, really good. So, see what you think. See what you think. Got out the moose wood Made some tabouli I showered hard and dabbed my soles with patchouli My ponytail was tied and my facial hair unruly My Julie Dug out my pleather and hung it on the door Prop Joni Mitchell and an angle on the floor Dog ears, some Khalil Gibran I have not read before My Julie
Meanwhile. See on the real CD, or yeah, on the CD, it's all the songs run into each other. So I don't have that version. I have the version with song, song, song. Historians will argue. Bootleggers will find value in these things. This is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. You're listening to WHUPLP, Hillsborough. Well, the album has one more song on it, and it uh, uh, the melody goes back pretty far. But again, everything before these albums come out are demos. And I remember writing this song for a girl in our neighborhood on Berry Place in Buffalo, New York, named... Oh, she was pretty. She was Rubenesque. And um, I wrote it for her and I played it for her. And you know, you never should do that. You should never write songs for people. I met someone online who would ask me unprompted what it was what it would take to start a music career in 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 America because they were from Tadadadistan and they liked that uh five piece Korean boy group or 10 piece seven piece who knows so we talked about it and i said well you can do a cover or you can do an original song and she said why don't you write me a song Bang, 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 bang. Don't ever write anybody a song. Just don't. Never turns out well. We Are the World didn't turn out well. All the money went to warlords and stuff. Um, just, just, just don't. I, 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 I keep doing this, writing songs for people. And it never turns out well because I haven't heard from that person. Maybe they took my, my, my song and sold it in Kyrgyzstan. But I felt like it was something to do. Anyway, I can't remember the name of the person I wrote this for, but I do know that it's a very good song. And it it talks about music as, remember we were talking about, yeah, we can't you remember, sure. Well, I was talking about here comes the yes and yes and no are, are actually people. Well, music is like that with me. Music is not something I seek out or say, God, I, I just feel like writing a song today. Nope. Music is always by my side. But music is not always my friend. I don't get joy from music. People say, how, 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 how great it must feel to write all these songs. And I say, nope. It does not bring me joy at all. Now, can I please have my crawler? Music in this song, this song is about um, music is a constant companion, whether you want it or not. And I think I was a songwriter very, very early on because we were talking about power and having empowerment over something. I think that music was my way of having power over something. But it had power over me. And it never lets me go. 
I'll be 75. I'll be sitting in a senior home and, hey, Myrtle, do you have a piano? Hey, Myrtle, do you have a something or a laptop I can do it? It's always going to be with me, whether I want it or not. Sometimes I don't. But when I listen to these songs, all one after the other, and listen to the team that we put together and the excitement you get from hearing that the first time and the excitement you feel from, like if you're a new band, if you just put together a band and you went into a recording studio and you recorded a CD or an album, and you, th- that feeling of getting that box of stuff in your house, UPS comes and they deliver that box of CDs, and you divvy them out between everybody in the band, everybody's going to give them out to people or uh, find bars or, or agents and stuff. You know, that's exciting. I don't like to admit it, but it's exciting. It happened to me in country music when I was in Buffalo. It happened to me here with um, Cabrera Street All-Stars. We all got uh, boxes of stuff. The band broke up as the boxes were being delivered, but it was still still neat. You know, one time we were all putting demos, uh, a CD with four songs together, putting the demos together in, in someone's um, living room and getting them all together and stuff and that's fun because you feel possibilities every every album is a possibility you never know what's going to happen maybe nothing I don't, I don't think there's a feeling in the world that compares to being 18 or 19 and with a band and you record a song and you hear it for the first time with all those big speakers on that couch in the control room there's no feeling like that in the world it's so good and you're all sharing it and it's unique it's great it's gonna fall apart it's gonna get destroyed and you're all gonna hate each other but that moment is so good when the first CD came, um, Drink the Beast with Me, the first thing I did was get in my car, drove to Barnes and & Noble, and, saw, and, and I, I wanted to see if they would sell it for me. But the first thing I did was found a pretty girl in the parking lot walking to her car, and I said, hey, do you want this? And I'm sure that's one of the ones that ended up on sale somewhere on uh, eBay or whatever. But that feeling, there's nothing like it. Well, there's some things like it, but but that's music. But music is always, but uh, excuse me, music is also playing a song you've worked really hard on in front of no one. Music is also trying to tweet someone saying, hey, would you listen to this? And them just not responding. Maybe someone at work is trying to force a reaction that they think won't hurt you, but will. That's music. That's making music. You know, that's being in a band. It's 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 all those things. It's being a solo artist. That's why, you know, I I stink at business. I stink at it. Mark knows I stink at it. I never learned that. And I refuse to learn it. And I refuse. Because I'm not very bright, because I can't see that if I did those things that he says I should do, 
then people would not ignore my tweets or ignore my Instagram or ignore my Facebook. Local reviewers would jump at the chance to review my album. Everyone at the station here would, would have a copy, would want a copy if I, if I did those things better. But I'm just, I'm just a weird, weird, strange person who destroys everything. And I make my own pain. So that's what this song is about. This is called Where Are You? So this is the last song I'm playing. Um, I'm going to turn on the Rivendell after this. And um, I'm going to think about it. Because we promote this. We promote this. And we want people to buy it. We want people to download it. And someone just offered to feature to feature my music on their blog. Then I click their link and it's like seven bucks. That's okay. I mean, I don't care, but it's, that's music. That's business. But this is just music. So this is, I'm talking about music. When I'm singing the song, I'm singing to music. And when I allude in the second verse to others heard that see those crashing waves in me, I was already, I was already messed up. By the time these people met me, I was already on a path, the path of not doing business well, but writing songs all the time. Easy, great songs, some not so good songs, but I had learned enough and they saw that. They, they didn't feel the same way. They could take it or leave it. Many, many of them did. All my friends back, back in those days have taken it and left it. But they just saw something, you know? They saw something about this, this fat kid who would not stop making music. And that's what I am. I'm still that kid, still that fat kid making music. Where are you? Why won't you go? Remembered rendezvous Reminded me of you Ever silent at my side And through the Halloween's the poverty and fears with me would remain a dream that kept me sane a light to see me through ethereal yet true where are you Why won't you go? Others heard that sea Those crashing waves in me And begged to ride along You put me on the track but I kept on looking back 
patiently aside and let the others ride. But the damage had been done. God damn what I become. Where are you? Why won't you go? Dreams will force realities to march into the sea, but soon enough those dreams in turn are drowned. Bitter cries and hopes and sighs will rise one final time to sink forever, never to be found. Sink forever, never to be found Where are you? And why won't you go? How wretched I must seem To keep on chewing through this dream This musty lullaby So thanks for listening. That's my CD for my album. I keep saying CD. That's my album, Mistakes of Memory, produced by Daryl Nutt and myself. And I hope you like it. And that's all I have to say. So I like it. You should like it. La, 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 la. All right. See you next week. And um, next week, I'm going to be playing... Some songs of Ireland, pop music from Ireland with my friend Eamon Shanahan, who has already um, provided me with a song list. And I hope he, he comes into the studio and talks to me about what it was like growing up in Ireland and listening to AM radio and stuff like that. And um, after that, the week after that, I'm going to be playing, well, I guess you could call it Gilbert's record collection because I've gone nuts on the uh, internets buying rare music not rare like expensive but music that doesn't doesn't exist on YouTube or anywhere and I finally just 
ponied up the do re mi to buy it so that you could hear it too. And I know that you want to hear Donnie Most's single from his movie in 1980. So I'm going to do that for you. My name's Gilbert Neal. Here's Rivendell. Thank you. If you if you sit down and be quiet, we'll make an attempt to uh, perform "Brown Shoes Don't Make It." Hang on your seat. Come on. Come on. Back to your seat. Everybody in this room is wearing a uniform, and don't kid yourself. You'll hurt your throat. Stop it.
take it to me, baby. It's 
shoes and a big straw hat. He's never early, he's always late. First thing you learn is that you always gotta wait. I'm waiting for my man. All working out.
to the daily traffic safety tip. The only one who can handle a bottle while driving is your milkman. Um...
to get some buffalo hide and the buffalo meat But they almost kill too many, for as you know We like to lost the presence of our buffalo Buffalo here, buffalo there Mama and Papa and a baby bear They look kinda shaky and they live in a herd Out where you never hear a discouraging word so the news cross the ocean from America To the jungles of the continental Africa And all the animals held a meeting cause they wanted to know What the white eyes was doing to the buffalo So they sent a representative one fine day To the Congress of the Continental USA He said, shooting at the buffalo ain't no fun You bump your buffalo bullets and your buffalo guns Buffalo here, buffalo there Mama and Papa and a baby bear They look kinda shaggy and they live in a herd Out where you never hear a discouraging word I can see it now riding across the rocks and the rills, the plains and the valleys Wild Bill Buffalo Come on, it's Buffalo Bill So if you wonder why we sing our song And if you'd like to come and join along our story is historic, for as you know, no one sings a song about a buffalo. Buffalo here, buffalo there, mama and papa and a baby bear. They look kind of shaggy and they live in a herd. Now where you never hear a discouraging word. Buffalo here, buffalo there, mama and papa and a baby How new super king size Winston cigarettes made long with an extra measure of the famous good taste that has made Winston America's largest selling cigarette. Buy a pack of new super king size Winston's today. Waiting to die, waiting to die, waiting to die for the seventeenth time. Etched on a mirror in the back of your mind. Trapped on a mountain nobody can climb You can't ever come down You can't ever come down You can't ever, 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 ever come down Try to remember the shape of your name Where did you go when they started the game? How did the sand get inside of your brain? You can't ever go down. Shadows wash up with the tide Thousands of eyes, but there's no place to hide You 